Lotus Pod. Welcome to Forced with Rose and Sarah, or Sarah and Rose. Whoever out argues the other one. Rick, Rick and I used to. We said we would say it would switch every semester because we were in oh, school at I like times. That. We like, like, uh, um, but that's you know this 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 was your idea. This you know I like this being your idea. I feel like All I've right. had so much spotlight in my life. I've had way more than my fifteen minutes, and I'm happy to. Well, I to don't feel really like that. need a spotlight, but. <laughs> that's well, whatever. It's Sarah. I do Rose. like to your chat. Idea. Your idea. <laughs> Um, and I'm happy to be along with it. That's, that's, I'm, I'm happy and honored. Okay, so what's on the, what's, what's, what's on, on the agenda the... for today? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, let me just say that uh, our, our brand new baby podcast is um, r- right now we're calling it what a t- feminist view of the Star Wars universe, and basically how. <laughs> At least for me, I can relate all news back to Star Wars or anything that happens in my life can come back to Star Wars. So really that's what this is for, for us and to indulge in that. Hopefully you're not hearing my parrot. I am hearing it. I'm hearing it. He's he's quacking like a duck. Yeah. Let me see, uh, to give you an example of how much Star Wars has permeated my life, let me see if I can get him to do R2-D2. Hold on. Archie. Can he do it? He'll probably do it the rest of the time. He's got. I kind of heard it. Yeah, he's got a. That's his talent. <laughs> that's great. He, they're both obsessed with R two D two when I put him on the TV or something. <laughs> now he's quacking like the ducks because they're outside. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll go back to that. But um, first of all, should we catch up? What's been going on with you since we last spoke? Wait, so feminist view of Star Wars. Oh um, yeah. Is that was that because you had, you said something before your bird interrupted you, and <laughs> oh, just to how we can relate all relate things to back to Star Wars, okay. back to Star Wars in our lives. Uh, so that's or at where least I, I know I can. I'm a little lost this week, and I think it's because I'm not relating everything back to Star Wars. I'm forgetting my roots of Star Wars, so that that reminds me to yeah to get back, yeah. Um, what, what, oh, what's <laughs> catching up with me? Oh, I submitted my, my book index. Like I'm done. Oh, yeah. hooray. It's kind of, it's, I've been, uh, so I'm, I'm in this band, um, and we had, it, I've been in this, this rock band, punk rock band for min, many, many, many years. And, um, during the nineties, we were on tour. By the name of? Poster Children. By the name. Poster yes. Children. Yeah. You've never heard Always of us. Always be promoting. <laughs> I'm always I, I have very very see this is a, this is something that's been going on already la- in the last day like I'm very guarded about promoting myself over these past years so we started this band formed in 1987 so um I've had the, the first couple of years of promoting myself and everything like that and then m- most of the years of like not wanting to say like I'm in a band called Poster Children and have to hear the other person say, "Oh, I've never heard of you." You know, and then like like, "Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I've never heard of you, but sorry. Sorry about that." You know, it's just me. It's not you. You know, like four people have heard of us. So uh so I have no problem with any of that. But anyway, while we were on tour, um I I the Are you, you know, guys it, a cover band? No, no. We play our all our own <laughs> songs. We're not good enough to be a cover band. <laughs> Good question. So you uh, don't you don't play Billy Joel? No, you can't play Billy Joel for me. You can't. I could, <laughs> but um, you wouldn't want to hear it. Uh, yeah, we wrote all our own <laughs> songs always. Um, once in a while, we'd play covers, like for some reason, like for a benefit or something. Um, but uh, but so I wrote these tour reports um, and uploaded them to the web. This was before blogs and stuff. So I have like th- like a thousand five hundred pages of tour reports for like ten or fifteen years, and so I kind of converted those into a book. And um, uh, it seems like if you're a professor, you're supposed to write a book. So that was my book. So I wrote 
this book and it's been yeah. like over the past like I don't know I think it's been like six years or something that I've been kind of working on this and getting peer um, review because it's on University of Illinois Press yeah a friend of mine said oh you should put that out on University of Illinois Press and it was like I know somebody who works there so I like emailed them and I was like is this even a possibility and they were like oh yeah sure you know send us a proposal so I you know I don't know I think it was wait a minute uh when I, I finally got like the the preliminary contract 2017 so that's not six years right that's 17 18 19 20 it's five years yeah, that is that is close. Okay, so anyway, yeah, so you know they in in academic press they send it out to peer reviewers and the peer reviewers say, well, there's not enough Kim Deal in this, there's not enough Kim Gordon in this, or you need to be, you know, if you're a woman, you need to write more like this and stuff. It was all always men. Oh my god! I think it was all men, um, you know, because because well. women women don't normally write, and if it's if they do, then it's of note. Uh, but but I wait, I, here, wait I have a quick question about that though. Yeah. I, when they send them to peer reviewers, are the peers professor peers, or do they find peers in the music business? Where who are the peers? I don't know. Um, probably they're probably professory type uh, people who know about um, rock music. I'm pretty sure it was okay. that. And and I mean the first peer review that I got back was like detailed. I, I like really there was a couple that were. Yes, there were a couple that were very, very detailed, and, and like I was like, oh, okay, all right. One one peer reviewer said this area is lazy writing, and I had never heard of that. I was like, what is lazy writing? Because I've not, I'm not like a writer. I've never taken writing courses or anything. I, it could be argued that I'm, you know, I was not a good writer and in high school or what so I've, I've no idea you know I was just like, what the hell is that you know but I just kept I kept being very respectful and saying oh okay I understand um well, let me change it this way and I, I was so respectful and changing of everything that by the third bank of peer reviewers the woman who runs the press and who's like the acquisitions editor for this music in America series um was like there's not enough of your voice in this um please put more of your voice in it, you know. Oh, what a struggle. It was kind of, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't want it to be any other way, but when the book comes out, like, there's stuff in there that I would never have put in there. Like, I don't know, you know, I'm really, I'm I'm glad it's over. Um, when, if somebody looks at it and goes, why did you write about this? I'll be like, I don't know, somebody told me to. <laughs> but, you, I mean, it just sounds like people are trying to interfere with you just telling your story. Yeah. But and then again, on an a, in an academic press, like it needs to yeah. be of use to academics. <laughs> so so oh, it's totally yeah. fine, you know. But anyway, I got really geeked out about the index. Like usually, you know, people will pay somebody to do an index, and I did it myself. Other people will do like first time authors probably do it themselves because they're like, "What? I'm not going to pay somebody to index my book." Um, so that so I did that, and I had fun, and you helped me. You had the best part I in the index. I just wanted to put dirty words in there. there uh, the dirty words are in the book anyway, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sarah said, you know, you why need not a, make it fun? You you need a lady parts area. Yeah. So that's there. So let me tell you something very interesting. This is a very special day for me today, July fourteenth, because let me calculate it. Fourteen years ago it would have been, I was sitting in a class with with my Capwood instructor's wife. She was teaching the ladies' class. They, we started out t taking a ladies' class, and we were there were three people sitting around afterwards, her and me and this other lady. She was teaching two of us. And we were talking, we were sitting like this, um, like, uh, you know, with our knees up, um, because you can't sit uh -huh. cross-legged, I think. And we were talking about, like, you know, when, when did you, how many times do you have sex with your husband? We were talking about that. And which is something I would never, ever have talked about in my life, and certainly never sitting after a Taekwondo or Kung Fu. <laughs> and she's just, wow, hi. And I was just like, oh my God. All right, well, this, you know, we should talk about this. And I told her, you know, that we had, we, we, she went around, you know, we were all talking. And mm -hmm. uh, my, uh, I said, well, you know, Graham, my oldest, is five years old now, um, and he's been sleeping with us for five years so 
he's been sleeping in the bed with us for five years. She's like, oh, honey, you know, you need to get him out of there. You know, he should have his own bed. And I was like, yeah, we should, he should. It wasn't today. That's right. Uh, it was yesterday or something like that, that, that we had this discussion. And then I, I came home and I said, you know, Rick, let's get grandma mattress. Let's get him. Let's see if he can sleep by himself. He's five. And so we put Graham, we got a mattress. We put mm-hmm. him in a bed. And then we slept together for the first time in five years. The next day, Graham was back in our bed with us for nine more months. And I got pregnant. I, I got pregnant that day. Oh, it was one oh, no. time because my instructor's <laughs> wife told me to have sex with my husband. I got pregnant. And so people talk about, oh, Capoeira gives you her name. You put is her name Dow? Did you name Dow after? <laughs> no, but she like I she I think I'm pretty sure she knows this because I've told her. I was like I I got pregnant like it was one time. <laughs> Do you know how long it took me to get pregnant with my first child? It took, and and we talked about this the last time too. Yeah. It, it took years, you know, like and then there was miscarriages and stuff like that, yeah. right? So so this was, boom. He was out of our bed one night and back in, for nine more months. <laughs> I was hoping the story would end with that he still sleeps in your bed. He but. he did like he he'd be horrified if I said how how old he was, you know. But he's so you know the, so co sleeping is suspect, but I wouldn't have have changed it for the world. Like co sleeping is when you have your baby sleep with you. Sure. Um, yeah. I but, I was too scared to fully co sleep with an infant. Like I was so afraid that I'd smother them or something. But I had a little little bassinet thing that came off the bed and it was at the exact same level yeah so he yeah so he's in their own corner I had a uh, there was some night so Graham slept in between the two of us and we were laying um like this you know we and I remember one night there was a loud noise and my body went flipped over like like and like formed a cage for him like an animal mm-hmm. it was so yeah. and i was like oh yeah you know this is cool um but you know this is really so you did like a buddhist meditation technique on me which was really fantastic where you were like is this this is how you know if you're meditating and stuff or you're upset or something you can you can i told graham this or dow this no graham the other day is like you have something that's really hurting you then you can determine what element it is like how does the pain feel does it feel like fire or wind or water or earth which element does it feel like and you know i think i was saying that to to dow i think i was like you know and he was like it's fire it's definitely the hurt feels like fire you know because sometimes the hurt feels like yeah you know it could be any yeah and so you like you've got lead in there or something yeah so you brought me back to star wars and you're like which character like that was just brilliant i love this (laughs) i I was do it all day oh my god all right so enough about me jesus christ i just talked forever no that's good (laughs) tell me what's what's up with you uh not a whole lot um i've been gardening uh so i guess that's my my craft that I failed to mention last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Since I'm not really a, I, I haven't been cooking. I do more cooking in the fall, but uh, yeah, I've been digging around in the garden. Things are at kind of a in-between stage where all my spring bloomers are dying, and now all my you know mid to late summer flowers are starting to come out. Do you but you have? It's going to look like crap for. Yeah, but this year I really just put in tomatoes. I have watermelon and um, cantaloupe too, but I was in a real flower mood, so I have a lot of cutting flowers in where I normally would put vegetables. But that makes me happy, so I'm happy with that. My tomatoes are just now starting to turn red, so I haven't really had those yet, but they're going hog wild. Um, Do you use fertilizer? I use organic fertilizer that smells like a dead animal. Mm. Um, And then I use this like fish emulsion that also smells very bad when you put that in water. Yeah. It's it's supposedly all organic stuff, but. So now I need to ask you about like how many animals you have. Um, oh Lord. Let's see, I have eight chickens, six ducks, Two parrots, 
two dogs and three cats. Wow. And so, that's okay. So the lowest, that's the lowest I've been for a while. So with eight chickens, um, you get a lot of eggs or? I do get a lot of eggs. I end up just giving them away. Yeah. Do you have? Which is fine. I mean, I don't, I, that's what they're there for. Yeah. But you have like an egg. It's a lot to keep up with. How many eggs do you get like, like per week? Um, well, they'll all lay once a day, so I'll get, now when it gets a real high heat wave, like it's been the last couple of weeks, they kind of go, they, they go down to like every other day. So I'm probably getting four, four or five eggs a day, unless we have a streak of like over a hundred and I'll probably, they'll probably knock it off for a couple of days, but... So when you, you know, and the, actually, you know, my, my son is starting to learn that America is not the best, is not the greatest country. So the other day he was like, do you know that in other countries they don't even keep their eggs in the refrigerator? And I was like, yeah, it's the difference between washed and unwashed eggs, my friend. Don't you remember? Yes. We have, we've had unwashed eggs here too. But I remember the first. Yeah, they'll, they'll stay forever out on the counter. Yeah, yeah. So what do you, do you wash them when you bring them in or do you like, what's. I, I don't unless they're if I keep if I keep swapping out the nesting box material they stay pretty clean but you know if it gets really gross then I'll wash them. I'm not I don't want to hand someone eggs that are really gross but if 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 I did wash them I'll put them in the fridge like if I'm going to give them to a neighbor and I know they put them in the fridge but otherwise I they're supposed to leave the bloom on or whatever they call it. Yeah. But um yeah. so I I just wash them when I'm going to use them. Oh, that's cool. So and you, they stay, they stay good. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. I like fresh egg. There's nothing like a fresh egg. I wish I, I was near you. I would ask you for eggs. Oh, I would have so many to give you. My, uh, my coworker, um, has chickens. Um, and so sometimes I get eggs from her, but I always feel like I'm not worthy, uh, um, of, you know, like being in her egg circle. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, like... I'm sure she's always looking for more people to add to the egg circle because suddenly you'll have like 50 eggs in a bowl and you're like, what the fuck do I do with this? What do you do? Wait, have you been like, do you have like a, okay, it's, it's, I got to make a souffle now. Like, what do you do? Yeah, I'll do like that. Or, um, if I have an excess and I have some that are slightly older, um, and they're molting, I actually feed them back to the chickens, <laughs> which sounds awful but they love it and it's good calcium and they yeah. eat every bite do you like just bring you'll just bring an egg and like you're not going to cook it for them or something like that right you just bring it back no and, yeah no in fact well they'll eat an egg like say i say i'm getting eggs out of the box if i set one mm -hmm. somewhere they can reach it if it's not in the nesting box it's a free-for-all they'll oh. like that one's mine they're a little bit cannibalistic that way, but they're they're recycling the same you know material. So, and and they you know if, if a egg drops or breaks, they clean it up immediately. They eat the shell. They eat everything. Wow, yeah, that's cool. That's, yeah. that's neat. We had a friend that they they lost one of their chickens, or they thought they did. This was several years ago, and it had been in their garage for like a week with the door shut, and it lived because it was eating its own egg every day that it was. Wow. <laughs> staying hydrated that's in like 90 degrees so do you have names for all the chickens i do yeah yeah yes um yes we have i don't want to name them all right now but yeah they all have names it then it i i'm starting to think about not doing that but i always will just because it's a bummer when they die for some reason it I don't know that it would make it any easier. But how, how long do they live? Well, they can live like seven to ten years. We have not. Well, I think we're our oldest girls are at almost at the seven year mark, but something gets them. Usually, something like a hawk or oh. a raccoon or wow. the heat. The heat has been the biggest. And we don't eat our chickens there. We have a we have a chicken cemetery, so uh, I don't know what what point we have to stop doing that. But <laughs> uh. but um, I, we got some we got some good Star Wars news this week, uh, or news that ties in. Let me see if I can find where I pulled it up. So 
So not one, but two news articles uh, dealing with Trump reference the Moss Eisley Cantina <laughs> um, to describe uh, the both separate 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 uh, articles and separate sources. But um, one was um, in uh, was referring to Paul Ryan was interviewed for a book by Mark Leibovich that's called Thank You for Your Servitude, Trump's Washington and the Price of Submission. And Paul Ryan was quoted as saying that the Trump Hotel uh, bar was the Moss Eisley Cantina. Now he called it the Star Wars bar because he didn't know the name. So, but that's what that's what he said the the atmosphere was like. As far as what do you think he he meant by that? Like there were lots that of it was full of crooks. Oh right, right, okay. <laughs> and that he didn't like to go there. Uh, a clean white boy, Paul Ryan, ex Speaker of the House, didn't like to go there because it was filled with uh, scum and villainy. Wow, villainy. And then uh, in another news article, but I mean, Paul, Paul about, Ryan's an idiot, right? Isn't yeah, he's he is. like the bodybuilder? Like you know, I remember yeah. seeing him and going, "Oh, easy on the eyes," and then like he, but he's a dick, right? Oh, he's a total he's a dick, horrible guy. Yeah. So for him to say that he didn't even feel good going there, well, he's like a, you know, he thinks he's like an upstanding Christian debater boy or something. Yeah. So well, he doesn't want to mix with the Steve Bannons and the Rudy Giuliani's. That's you know, like like just listening. I listened to that whole day seven of the of the uh, uh, the um, uh, tri- What is it called? The hearings. The, the hearings. The yeah, I keep calling hearing. it a trial. Yeah, yeah. I listened to the whole thing, um, and it's it's one of my favorite. Um, uh, uh, what, like not sitcom, but like it's it's one of my favorite TV shows um, this summer. But any and it, yeah, it, it's I just watch the highlights on YouTube later I, when I know someone. What's yeah? What's interesting is is just you know like the 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 Republicans coming out and speaking against Trump. You know I, I'm always just like you know wow, what does it take? What are you what are you giving up? Like what where are you in your life where you're just kind of you're like ca- talking bad about you know. God, Trump. Anyway, all right, so the second, Mm -hmm. the second. The second one was, um, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. I put it somewhere else. It was just this, it was the same comparison to the, to the meeting on December 21st um, (laughs) that, uh, hold on. This This was the the quote unhinged meeting? Yeah, the unhinged meeting. Hold on. This this article is in the week, and it's loading on my phone. Uh, but they they compared it. <laughs> is the Oval Office is it the Oval Office or the Star Wars Cantina? <laughs> wow! It said on December eighteenth, twenty twenty. Oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, Trump met with Flynn. Byrne and his lawyers, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell at the White House. A junior staffer let them in, unbeknownst to the former White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, who told the January 6th committee during his testimony that he raced to the Oval Office when he found out about the gathering. I was not happy to see the people in the Oval Office. I don't think that any of these people were providing the president with good advice, and I don't understand how they had gotten in. So that was what he was, he was comparing to it. That's so, oh, that's, that's neat. So two different comparisons to Star Wars. Do you think that Disney um, paid for that? Maybe. That's good product placement. If so, yeah, put it in the right. Because how did the Descendants t-shirt get into that? How did that get in there? That guy wearing the Descendants t-shirt. And where? Oh my God! One of the, one of the witnesses. Um, see, this is why you have to watch. Like, so one of the witnesses. And I can't remember which. Not the guy from Ohio. The other guy, like some some guys. Oh, I followed Trump. You know, I I he said to come. Oh, one of the so oath keeper people. The oath keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was wearing a Descendants t-shirt. Oh, I didn't watch shirt. his testimony. Wearing a Descendants t-shirt. I think he had like a suit coat over it. Uh, he may have taken it off or something. But Descend like. There is like Milo or whatever. Like I did, I used to listen to the Descendants. I have one or two Descendants records. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then there's been memes, you know, where like there's a picture of him and it says when you don't understand the lyrics underneath it. Uh, but I and I don't know those guys well enough, but I'm like just trying like what and he's the guy who was who was talking, you know, I used to be an oath keeper and now I'm not. It's just wrong. <laughs> I've seen that it's wrong. You know, I'm like now I'm quoting Clockwork Orange. But um uh uh yeah like why was he wearing a descendants t-shirt did he find the descendants and start understanding the lyrics of punk rock or like like what oh and i think somebody somebody said that this guy said that trump was punk but back to the star wars cantina like when you said the star no i'm i'm going down the descendants t-shirt rabbit hole but don't you feel like that there are some people in the like rock community that could be nudged that way pretty easily well this guy I hate to yeah i know that. i know yeah yeah that that hurts that hurts me <laughs> well like like okay like thinking of like people in lawrence and back in the 90s i don't know did you guys have the whole uh like illuminati obsession up in illinois the way we did down here no my kid my kid in was in the 90s like no no i don't think i not that i know the, of no. those were all the band the kids that were all going to shows and stuff we're like all, that we're all into the conspiracy theories and stuff like that we were yeah we did conspiracy theory like a book came out um and the author of the book came to our show in like somewhere in los angeles i remember he's like i wrote this book and we were like ooh, and then so we did read the book about consent i can't remember i still have it somewhere but not them. But yeah, yeah. I see. I see what you mean. I mean, it can kind of bleed over. It's the same with like. My brother has a paranormal podcast called Bigfoot Collectors Club, and there's a there's a bleed over area where you can get real into mythology, and I love all the paranormal shit too, like aliens, you you know, UFOs, Bigfoot. Give it all to me. I'll read. You know, I, I read all that. But if you start going down the internet rabbit holes, it kind of all funnels you into the same place. Yeah. Which is maybe how a descendant wearing Oathkeeper happens. Well, that would be like, not that'd be funneling back, like away from, yeah. And I don't, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I saw that Conan Neutron's podcast, Protonic Reversal, Conan Neutron's protonic reversal um this interviewing guy from the descendants like you know this week or something like that mm-hmm. i was like oh thank goodness somebody is going to do that so i suppose you know i'm, I'm assuming he's going to ask him about that you know okay good yeah uh, people want to know yeah look at look at us happen. shouting out to other podcasts that's kind of cool i like that <laughs> you know um so you know the something that sticks because I was like I was like why the the Star Wars why the Mos Eisley can, Cantina um, I do remember the line you know it's a hive of scum and villainy you know mm-hmm. I do remember that but I didn't like I forgot you know like when I if I'm in there I'm not thinking everybody's a villain I forgot that the little cigar guy yeah. like I totally like I don't I don't yeah like Rudy it. Giuliani's the guy that gets in Luke Skywalker's face yeah yeah yeah. Um, he doesn't like you. What I can't remember, man. Yeah. I like, I, I like, yeah. I don't like you either. You better watch yourself. You better, yeah. We're he, wanted men. Uh, who is it? I, men on four systems? Yeah, we're wanted no, men. More than I that. have the death sentence Damn. on twelve systems. Sit, that, there you go. I think oh I think God, it's like I that. Used to have that. I know. I used to have yeah, it too. I'm that's losing pretty it. close. I'll I used be, to be able to. Okay, here, here, here. I'll be careful. What does he say after that? Because Luke says you'll be dead. That's right. So you have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What okay. else? <laughs> um. My chicken's making noise. I hope it's not picking. I'm, Sarah's. Ba- I'm. We're, much of a problem. We're using Zoom for this, and Sarah's background is just chewy behind her. It's like like. You know, do it figuring out some some uh, coordinates or something like that. She's she's in the Millennium Falcon. Dream. Yeah, yeah. And oh, look at my shirt too. I look saw it. This. She's. This is my closest Leia. It's a, it's a white T-shirt I got 
on sale this last week from a company called Richer Poorer. And look at the sleeves. I, They're total Princess Leia she's sleeves. She's totally dressed like Princess Leia. She looks like Princess Leia. I don't have my braids today, though. Yeah, uh, but but it's... I know. I need to get, like, buns on my earphones, and then I'll be good to go. The the, the white shirt that she's wearing, yeah, has got these drapey, beautiful sleeves. Is, is that something I could buy? I, I, like, sure okay, can. Like, so... They have it in... They have it in black, and they have it in, like, a lilac oh, color, too. Oh, my God. I, you must send me the link. I'm getting all this, like, I like, like I, I need a new purse, and so I'm getting lots of, like, like force purses and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm reticent to get them. Like, I, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago, like, when BB-8 came out, and I was just like, oh, BB-8, uh, you know, oh, how cute. But they I had, got like, the purse for you. Let me see it. Hold on. I don't know if you can get it online is the problem. It's sold at Galaxy's Edge. Oh. In Disneyland. I feel like I need to go there. Oh, I definitely, well, I need to go back because I wasn't in the right mindset to appreciate it. <laughs> I love your story about that. <laughs> I don't know if you want to tell the story. Well, we can link it up. We can maybe link that, pod that podcast up. Oh, damn it. Black. Oh, here we go. Look at this. I'm going to send you the picture. Well, I don't know if this is going to translate to a to an audio podcast, but we'll try to we'll tr It's a cool little bag that looks like something Ray would. Oh, I see. Okay. New Blackspire Outpost belt bag. <gasps> I Oh my god. Wait, so it's a belt bag. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. Are we still on can you hear me still? Yep, I can okay. hear you. It froze right. for a second. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so you yeah, I'm like there's there's like a tassel on it. Why is it's there like a tassel? Braided. Yeah, braided. Uh, that I don't know, but it looks like something Ray would wear. I thought. Yeah, I have some Ray cosplay. Like I'm trying to think of what I have. I have so my first cosplay Star Wars. Um, I don't have a picture of myself wearing it. But um, I had the Luke Skywalker Rebel Fatigue Jacket from uh, when he's running around uh, Bespin, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, like running around the... Oh, um, that was a cool jacket. Yeah, it was really, really nice. And I remember getting a little too big for it and being really... And like when it came, it was a little too small, too. And I was very... I was like, God damn it. You know, it was really soft, too. And I got oh. it from like... like I, <laughs> I used to, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't remember where I got it. I do, but I don't want to talk about it. Um, what was your first uh, Star Wars cosplay, and what like, what do you have now? Like, did you wear out? Mm, well, I have my Princess Leia jacket. Yeah, that's the. Is it North Face? The, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Columbia maybe. Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. 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 That's the her um, jacket from from Hoth, yeah. which is cool. Stunning. And I do wear that out. Yeah. Um, but my first cosplay that I had an actual costume for was a Jawa. Wow. I had a Jawa. I, ha I had my aunt made me a Jawa costume Did because I, I got these, I found these glasses that had glowing, it, they were like to use as like, oh, like a mechanic or something would use. But they they had lights right on the eye pieces. Yeah. As like little flashlights. So I saw that and was like Jawa eyes. So I had to have a Jawa costume to run around. Interesting. In. But I mean, my go-to was just being Princess Leia, putting my hair in braids any chance I could get. Yeah. But I never had a Princess Leia costume. I made myself one in college for Halloween, and that was fun. That brought a lot of joy, and yeah. I have pictures of that. But like, I didn't have a Princess Leia costume as a kid, or anything. You know, the, all the costumes then were those shitty plastic or vinyl or whatever those that were like not even a costume. It was just like a draped plastic thing with a picture of their face. Yeah. On the chest. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, like, right. I know. <laughs> like the next closest thing to looking like a costume was underoos. Do you remember those? You would yeah. be too old for them. No, I, re I do remember them though. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't understand why they didn't make costumes that looked like the costume 
like if you're going to be Wonder Woman, make the Wonder Woman body and not Wonder Woman's head on your chest and wear the mask. That always annoyed me as a child. Anyway. Yeah. I have a um I have a sweater. I think that Ray would wear. Uh, you know what I I do have is like when when the I can't remember anything. The movie before that happens before A New Hope. Rogue One. Yeah, when Rogue One came out, and now I can't remember the woman's name who um, is the star. Jen Urso. Yeah, Jen. Right. So, um, at Target, I found like this gray, like raggedy scarf, and I was just like, it was like yeah. it was sitting there waiting for somebody who wants to cosplay as Ray or as as Jin Ursu. Yeah, her costumes were good. Oh man, I was like, I'm buying it. It was like two dollars or something, and like I'm like, I like wear it around. I'd be like, I'm Jin Ursu. The pr- problem with Jin Ursu and and just you know, I always talk about this with Rogue One is like I'm watching it. I'm like, this is a great movie, and I'm sitting with my kids. And I'm like, God, I love this movie. And then I and then I thought to myself, oh. Because I, I was like, well, I wonder what's going to happen at the end. Oh, many Bothans died to bring Every, us this like, Oh my God! And like right at that point, I remember taking my hands and like grabbing my kids' hands, and cause it was like you know, like an hour into the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, these people are going to die. And I didn't say I it to I them. Did yeah. I did. I whispered to Thomas. I was like, You know, everybody's going to die at the end, right? And he's like, Yeah, I know. And I was like, All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I had the same feeling. I was like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job with those characters. But we're going to see those characters again too pretty soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the Andor can is that something we can watch together on Zoom? Can we pull up? We can watch it. I don't know if I don't know how it will translate in a. See, this is if we're doing a video podcast, then people could watch it with us, and you know, they, they well, would we see could it. always link it in the show notes if they can watch it too. Yeah, but we can. They can hear the sound and talk about hear what we. If you want to do it, you want to pull it up, and uh, you can, I don't. you can share. Can you hear it? Yep. feeling avatar like here yeah but, but totally. it's okay you know i don't like avatar Ooh. oh my kids love avatar uh, it feels dark crystally to me yeah yeah i and by avatar i meant i meant like the blue people avatar yeah oh you can turn it down a little. yeah this looks freaking amazing i know it really does they're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They're everywhere. That's cool. Yeah. They're watching me now. Those elevator things. Mon Mothma. There she is. Soon enough, these days will end. That guy. Skarsgård. There will be no uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stella. Stella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this is like the best thing I've ever seen. People are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like. I forgot that it's streaming series. Holy shit. Yep. I oh am my excited. God, I'm going to die. Oh, that's so cool. All right, here, let me get you back. It's two seasons, supposedly, and it covers the five years before Rogue One. So the start of the rebellion from an insurgency to like, oh, yeah. how did we yeah, get, yeah. how did we get to having a full, how did we get to a full-fledged, you know, they've got a standing army and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so yeah. This is- so I definitely, so I've got a deadline to finish watching the, the Clone Wars now. <laughs> I gotta yes. watch it. Yeah, yeah. August 31st. It has to happen, yeah. All right, that's that's doable. Like, I don't know, like, I keep driving to Champagne, which is like an hour drive, 
and then I got another, and then I have to charge the car for like, you know, I, I should charge the car for like, I can do that for 40 minutes. And then I got another mm-hmm. drive back and like, I, I have the self-driving car thing. So I could theoretically, I wish there was some way of just watching it without watching it. I actually wish there was a way of watching it without watching it. Cause I think it's so ugly, but I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I think it's, I, I can kind of watch it. Do while you want I'm me to send up. you the list of the, are you, you're wanting to do all of them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm in this. Because my son, my son swears that there's a lot of filler for children that is unnecessary to the overall narrative arc. As, as knowing my own mind, the filler for children is probably what will make it enjoyable to me, I guess. <laughs> like, like. You know, I I had to get past like the fact that she's wearing like a like a bikini all the time, the uh, um, you yeah. know, Ashoka, and and then I had to get past the fact that I have to get past the fact that she's wearing a bikini. So like, yeah. so like you know, it's, it's just so too like, ah, why is she wearing that? You know, and then it's like, why am I upset that she's wearing that? You know, but why is she wearing that? Uh, freedom of movement to Jedi around, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Jedi athleisure? It, maybe she's got, like, a tummy piercing and she doesn't want to get get it caught in a shirt maybe. while she's, she's Jedi-ing. Jedi-ing. I don't know. I, I you know, I hate, I hate, I feel old. I, I, I you know... Like, I hear my mom being like, oh, well, those welfare mothers shouldn't be getting abortions and stuff. And, mom, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, I guess I am wrong. You know, and then now I, I've become that. Like, not that I'm that racist or sexist. But You're not there yet. No, I'm not. But, the, like, I was even having a discussion. Oh, my God, we had the most, like, insane discussion in the car driving um, my son and his girlfriend to Chicago. It was the most, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was very interesting. To look for to look for for places yeah it was whether or not um a uh this we can save this for another discussion if you want it's it's something that i would never ever talk about ever ever but it's like should sex or should uh uh, child pornographers um or pedophiles be allowed access to a computer generated ai for their entertainment Oh, that's like, a slippery slope. I, <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. Well, would that increase the pedophilia, though? Or would it, like... Hush, Archie. Um, and sorry, the, the, the birds are... The, the thought was that, that... What was the conclusion? The, well, the 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 aspect to take into account was, or the, the the stipulation was that it would cause no harm to any child. So my son, I think, was of the opinion that like pedophilia is very very wrong, and so I just had to like I had to ask him, you know, do you feel weird like thinking about what other people like like thinking that other people shouldn't be thinking certain thoughts? Does that make you feel weird? You know, like, cause. I mean, I think we're heading toward a, a, a time where we're gonna address whether or not that's sex, sex shaming or, you know. Yeah. Fetish shaming, but you can't. You still have to protect the kids. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. an interesting conversation. I know, right? As I've, I've never, I would never have that kind. I was like, oh, you're, you know, I think that that's like. This this girl, she discussed this with her parents. Like, like that's. that's I'm. Uh, the conclusion is, is wow, that's cool. It's <laughs> a nice. Well, Graham was able to talk about it with you too, so. Right? Yeah, but that Weren't didn't. Part of- oh yeah, that's no. It's just like it's so far out. Like it's it's so putting different things together. Like like. Oh yeah. That that I just wouldn't have thought about talking about that. You know, like I'd rather talk about cosplaying is that an idea they had or is that like something they read about as happening i know i wondered that and then i thought to myself that's not going to be something i'm going to search on the internet so you'd have to do incognito <laughs> mode if you wanted to search for yeah that. that's why i want to know the answer without yeah to yeah Google so it. there's a, there's something else you, you might learn that you don't know um do you know about incognito mode no yeah so if you want to search for like you know like some band that you hate and you don't want their ads coming up anymore. 
you can uh, when you go to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here let's see when you go to your Chrome and then you're gonna open up a new window but you if you right click on it I think is it right click or no it's this it's the this is called a hamburger all the way on the top right hand uh -huh. side of your Chrome um, whenever you see three dots that's called a hamburger Ooh. And you click on that there's new tab new but there's new incognito window and it comes up on my screen comes up black with a like a little spy icon on it and then um, that's how you can search for things that you don't want to be registered in your in, you know as a cookie so is this something i should have known before my son hit 13 probably I, I don't he's know. Ar he's already moved out now, so I can't do anything about what he's looking at. But maybe I should have known that this whole time. Well, that's no. This is to protect you from like you know if you're you're wondering if there are um, AI AIs generated for pedophiles, you know, and you wanted to search that, you would go incognito to search that. I don't know. No, I still wouldn't trust that. Oh, you oh, could you do, you wouldn't want your son to look at your browsing history? Is that what you're worried about? Yeah, or oh. that he could use it so I couldn't look at his browsing. Oh, history. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, then, then you'd have to look up how to disable um, incognito. Oh, well. Yeah, interesting. Oops. Yeah, but that you're a good sailed. <laughs> He's all right. He's holding down a job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are we are at the end of an hour, I think. Did, did yeah, I think so. Feel like I talked too much about stuff. No, we're good. That was what I, that was an enjoyable conversation. Well, the magical thing for me that you did for me, thank you, um, was to to remind me to refer because I I was think today I was just like walking around like I'm reactive to everything. Everything is upsetting me. I hate everybody you know, that I have to interact with daily in my life, except for my husband and my family. Um, that means that I'm reacting too much. I'm like, I'm too, uh, uh, you know, I'm getting too emotional about stuff. And, and the, the answer for that is like meditation. Like meditation stops you from being so reactive to stuff. So I was like, oh, I have to do that. I just have to do it. Why aren't I doing it? And I then, know, I need to start. But then, but then you reminded me, you know, like, like there's meditations that you can do also. Like there's a lot of other different aspects of this type of um, healing. Uh, I won't say Buddhism, but I'll say, the, you know, this, this type of, of um, uh, thought uh, or like where, where yeah, you, you kind of, you equate something to others and you, you were like, well, you know, is this person... What, which Star Wars character is this person for you? So what do you, have you, do you do that a lot? Do you, are you like, oh, well, this is like, oh, yeah. really? Can uh, you... I, I kind of do that with archetypes. I think I, because I read so much and stuff, I'm very fascinated by, and this is why I wanted to get into Joseph Campbell at some point and all that, um, is because I really like the whole archetype thing. I think we should. And so I spend a lot of time putting people entertaining myself by trying to decide what their archetype is or that's so cool what, what character they would be so, so this is like the trailer for the next so um, then i can understand why i don't like them <laughs> <laughs> this is the ep this is the, the tra like the teaser for the next um the next forced then is that you know we should talk about you know you should introduce joseph campbell's because you like i didn't know a whole lot about that the um the hero's journey uh, and you, you kind of introduced that to me. I don't feel like I learned that in school. Um, so we'll be talking about that next, okay. in the next forced. Does yeah. that sound good? Even though we were And we can to... kick it off with, a long time ago we said that Mitch McConnell, on one of our text threads, that Mitch McConnell, McConnell was Senator Palpatine. So who does that make Trump? I... Yeah. Is there a Trump character in Star Wars? Is he jo is it Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> even Jabba the Hutt if, if is Jabba, a sympathetic. If Jabba the Hutt, he's smarter. <laughs> it, even Jabba the Hutt is a sympathetic character, though, right? Like, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, he's like. Well, I mean, he's a gangster, but. But like, there, there was. I think was there a Clone Wars that I just watched that um, I made it through that like. 
there oh no no what was it the book of boba fett or something that there was like a little baby jabba no i think it was a it must have been a clone war it's the clone war yeah yeah I they had to one rescue the little baby they had to jabba. rescue the little baby little squid yeah whatever he is yeah slug space slug I, you know, I saw the new Thor movie, and I really liked it, and now I feel like an asshole. Why? What? I, because everybody hates it. Are you not supposed it. to like You're it? You're not supposed to like it. Everybody hates it. Taika Waititi, blah, blah, blah. You know, but I love Taika Waititi. I love Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah, so. We'll hate um, him. We'll hate but him. But I didn't see it. Thing. I didn't go because I, we're going to Colorado next week, and I was determined to not go anywhere that was going to catch me COVID before my vacation. Yeah, so. I'm on my Facebook feed. I'm seeing people are like, I'm masking up again. Oh, people are dropping like flies around yeah, here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I just got but, my, um, my booster. Well, but where, so my husband, my husband said though, all he said about Thor was that part of it should have been animated. So I don't know if that's food for thought. I don't know if you know. I guess I need to watch it again. We were watching Ms. Marvel, too. And I was stunned by it. I loved it. I'm loving it. I, I just, you know, you know what? I feel like this is a safe space to like pop culture. Well, of course. So thank you for, for, um, yes, for providing that. But anyway, so yes, Joseph. That's why I've been down, I've been back with the, what we do in the shadows. And that's Taika Waititi, too. Oh, I have to. I have to watch the, after I watch the Clone Wars. I, during oh my God, while I'm watching so the Clone Wars, yeah, yeah. There's a movie which I didn't like as much, but the series is very fun. It's you know documentary style uh, vampires that live together in a house. Yeah, I'm totally gonna watch. Kind of shot like The Office, <laughs> but it's got very mature humor. Yeah, which is fun. I've seen clips. It's just silly, but fun, you know. I have to watch something that makes me laugh before I go to sleep, or else I will doom spiral. But Oh, I also, we don't have to keep this in, but um, I was thinking we could have a crossover pod with uh, Lost, Found, and Rewound, and we could, wa we could watch uh, Viva Las Vegas and how it compares to The Phantom Menace, the because he complete, I, I know I texted you this a long time ago, but I accidentally stumbled upon watching that while I was flipping channels, while I was like sorting like drawers in my bedroom. And I realized how much George Lucas ripped off that movie of all things for Star Wars. <laughs> wow, I, yeah, I totally, if, if they're into it, then, then that's fine. Mm hmm Yeah, 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 you, you'd so have food, to ask. More food for thought, but. Yeah, yeah. This... All right. So we can cut that part out or something, but I guess wrapping up. So thank you for listening. Yes. And hopefully we'll be, I can post all the links. Oh, we are going to have an email that you can email us questions or things you want to talk about. Um, requests. I, we'll take requests. Yes. To talk about. Okay. Take requests, but I don't have that, but I'll have it by next time. And, um, yeah, so thanks for listening yeah. to Forced with Rose and Sarah. Sarah and Rose. And catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Lotus Pod.